We need to get cold acid on the show. Hello and welcome to episode number 18 of Unrelenting for March 11th, 311 of 2022. I am Darren O'Neill. I'm coming to you live from snow-covered Chicago today. Gene Snow, do you have any of that? We do not, but it is kind of cold. It's windy and like 46. Well, that's not cold. That's that's balmy. Freezing cold. That is balmy. It's a beautiful day in America. I saw that the EU denied the russian oil ban they what, what does that mean that means they're not going along with it they're not going along they're gonna buy the they're gonna keep ban? buying it said. What? i don't know how does that even make sense i don't know they're not gonna ban they're not gonna ban the russian oil i mean i well, saw that Russia in the troll may have something to say about that if they keep up the other crap it is an interesting thing it is a uh, interesting thing the biggest thing that uh that hit a lot of the the tech people, which I know we have a lot of people that listen to the mm-hmm. show that are into the tech. DuckDuckGo starting to oh, yeah. uh, starting to downgrade some results. Yep. Well, it's it's interesting because uh, they're downgrading and Facebook is upgrading uh, anti-Russian comments. OK, so wait, they're not just getting rid of the pro Russia stuff. They're actually uplifting the other stuff. Well, I mean, no, they've always gotten rid of the pro-Russia stuff. What they're saying now is they're they're temporarily removing their policy on hate speech, but only as far as it concerns Russians. <laughs> so wait, so wait, it's okay to have Russian hate speech is what they're yes, saying? Yes, it's encouraged. What? Yes, yeah. Wow. They, I, it, this is one of those times where I feel like maybe I should flip to an article or something. You could. I mean, if you had one, if that's the Tim Pool thing to do, and your yeah. head's a little bigger than my head, I mean, what's all this? Well, it's this not is the test run. Advantage. That's the beauty of video. Mm-hmm. Andrew wanted video, so hopefully he'll enjoy the uh, the behind the scenes. Where's and, the behind the scenes? Well, this oh, is it. Stuff on your left side there. This is this out. is the behind the scenes, and yeah, this is, is the high PR forty baby. Can you can you move that so it's not in the frame? What's what's that? The, you mean the, the microphone? microphone? your mic stand right see now i can i can move this out of the frame but then you have a real problem with the uh can you put that over your head there you go maybe (laughs) you know it's just it's in the frame a lot i mean i don't mind some mic in the frame but not like your mic's in the the frame i can see this yeah i don't understand you should take the sunglasses off you would see much worse Uh, yeah that's exactly i would see much worse without them but this is where we're going in the world where the search engine, which has always been, hey, we're, our whole thing is we don't censor results. Why is yeah, this world lost, event? They've that lost bad? their whole audience overnight. It's amazing. Yes. It's like, what about this world event is reaching mm-hmm. to that level that you're willing to change the whole way you do business? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any exactly. sense. It's uh, it's pretty crazy, isn't it? You know, the amount of disinformation. With anything, but that is something we've talked about, which is the fact that we live in a time with the Internet where because of the fact that information can travel around the globe instantaneously, the new way to fight that 
is to just blanket people with so much crap that nobody can really decipher what's true or not. So the whole concept Mm -hmm. that somebody can really blow the whistle on anything anymore. Not so true. I mean, I don't even believe any of this stuff like the Project Veritas anymore, because we know that there is so many ways that you can fake audio, you can fake video that I don't know. The the world has come to the point to where if you are not face to face with somebody, I'm not going to believe they said it. And of course, somebody face to face with you can still lie. So uh, I don't yeah. really know. What are you that, talking about? Veritas? Project Veritas? Yeah. Many of that stuff, though, any of the whistleblower stuff. Why? Why do you believe them? I mean, how do you know I can make an under what looks like an undercover video and say, hey, I'm speaking to the uh, lead guy at whatever country. And, uh, you know, there he works in the. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, he knows exactly what they do. They make videos undercover of people that spill the beans about the companies they work for. Yeah. But how do you know when somebody says, hey, this guy works for Unrelenting Corp? How do you know it's not an actor? Well, I mean, you can look at their badge. You can, you can look at the their personnel badge. files. Yeah. <laughs> Don't believe I don't anything. Know what the hell are you talking about, dude? Anyway, here's the Facebook thing. Facebook allows posts with violent speech towards Russian soldiers in mm-hmm. in specific countries. So it's nice that they're uh, they're only doing this in specific countries. Yeah, and U.S. is one of them. The the whole concept of violence is wrong. Well, no, no. Unless it's against somebody, unless it's against somebody we don't like, I guess that was the caveat. Yeah, here. I think that's that's the kind of the key phrase is if it's violence against somebody you don't like, then it's violence is perfectly acceptable. It's the old punch a Nazi concept. You know? Oh, of course. Who wouldn't punch a Nazi? Yeah, it makes sense. But this is where the again, social media, which is worldwide. You don't have any way of knowing what is true and what is false, except for, you know, the social media companies are going to do their best to make sure misinformation doesn't get to you. Mm-hmm. I don't trust them. And duck, duck, go. You're absolutely right. The amount of credibility that they had, whatever that was, it has to be gone when you immediately get involved in something like this, where, again, this is not an easy um an easy situation where everything is black and white which is why i mean i wasn't surprised today to get an email from oh of course i'm logged into unrelenting i need to get back to my account um from the state of illinois Mm. which is you know we this is the uh part of the government that does the license plate renewal Mm. so i mean i found it to be a little bit interesting that they sent out an email yeah that is basically uh blasting russia really yes so this comes from the illinois treasurer helping ukraine oh my god vladimir putin's unprovoked immoral and unjustified invasion of neighboring ukraine must not mm-hmm. stand that's how this email starts from the state from of Illinois. DMV. Great. Yeah. From the Illinois DMV. Certainly, this premeditated invasion imperils all of Europe and stokes fears not felt since World War II. Putin's aggression has global implications. I mean, this is uh, 
You know, why did Putin do this? It is difficult to understand a madman is what this uh, Mm -hmm. what this email says. I mean, let's forget about the fact that you maybe disagree with what he's doing. That's fine. I can appreciate that. But saying that you can't understand why it's being done. We talked about that two episodes ago, which was, yeah, he said, if you do this, I'm going to do this. Yep. Surprise. It, the, the narrative it just demonstrates the low IQ of a vast majority of the U.S. population. I'm, I'm starting to think the average is actually 90 rather than 100 in this country. And there's that, that's the added way into are heading. It's, it's the added. U.S. is going to be back to Stone Age before too long. Well, that's where they want people, I think. And they also want people to not pay any attention whatsoever to what's going on. That's a big oh, part absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Because there's fact, a lot of uh, otherwise smart people who are just glued to their phones reading about the latest Netflix show. Yeah. 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 No, it's um, oh, here. There we go. That's better. Uh, you remember 1984, right? The, oh, the movie and the, uh, and well, the beautiful the movie. Don't forget the commercial from Apple. Two minutes of hate. Remember that? I do not. But uh, that's what the Apple ad was based on. Yes. Is this this scene? Are you going to get kicked off of YouTube for showing this scene? No. It's significantly modified and used for uh, uh, critique purposes. But this, this is this is literally what they want Americans to be doing right now. Well, of course. And since we're fighting on the side, or let me let me phrase that to be more accurate. Since the U.S. is supplying military equipment to literal Nazis right now, it's not too far off. Well, you know, the United States has not given anything to Ukraine. No, that's the well, that's uh, complete bullshit. Well, yeah, Absolutely has. that is the that is the narrative that's going on, which yeah. uh, I mean, again, I don't normally like to compliment you, but I think you broke down the whole thing fairly well and put it into a way that people can understand what's going on. And the, this concept that this was unprovoked out of left field and all of the headlines are beyond what's going it's on all hyperbole now. right well absolutely the headlines now are oh my god where's he going next what's he gonna do poland's mm-hmm. you know and gonna no that makes no sense that one nope. doing this does not mean that that's exactly. just like oh the united states went into iraq oh my god that must mean they're gonna go into somebody else next that has no connection well, whatsoever that part's probably true well the united states does like to, to empire uh-huh. build I think right now uh, there's a general Russia hatred, which is uh, did not take all that much to reignite. But in the, I think for the professionals in this, meaning the the military uh, establishment, uh, this is also payback for Syria, because the U.S., if you recall, went into Syria. Uh, weren't supporting Nazis this time around. When we were in Syria, we we're supporting ISIS. And, um, uh, shortly thereafter, the Russians came in and started supporting Syria. And so the U S couldn't take over Syria as, as much as the, um, the military political class wanted to do that and kick out, uh, Assad couldn't do it. And so I think now they're like, ah, okay. So you guys went into Ukraine. Now we're going to not let you take over ukraine 
Well, but but they want Ukraine. Yeah, what are you looking at? Because I'm looking. One viewer can see you looking around. (laughs) I'm looking to uh, to share a screen. Ah, okay. Which is, I thought this was an interesting uh, article Mm. too that you can pull up there if you want. Uh, This is a new bipartisan bill, which should scare everybody. Would Mm -hmm. allow the U.S. government to provide internet in war zones. Well, they're kind of a little too late because uh, Musk already did that. Well, good for him. But the question is, why are we doing this? Uh, what it's, it's so like it's the sponsored ulti- by. Uh, oh, that's great. By yeah. two people that I actually met. Oh, so you have uh, John Corn. Uh, yeah. Cornyn from Texas and Amy Klobuchar. Yep. Yep. So Texas and Minnesota, those are your two states. Yep. Yeah, the safely accessing telecommunications act would allow the United States Department of Defense and state to contract telecommunication companies to help provide Internet and broadband access to regions in conflict. Yeah, they can't do that. I this is the ultimate one spying device. Well, which is spying aside. There's this little thing called sovereignty. No, uh, of a territory. Not anymore. Includes you doing this. No. This means if there's a war, this says this was sparked on by the Ukraine thing. Well, we could just go in and provide Internet access to people in that area because we know those horrible people that run these countries often will try to cut off the Internet when there's some kind of, uh, you know, battles going on because well, you the know, U.S. certainly does that. Absolutely. Yes. It's the, the first thing you do Man. before the Internet. The first thing when anybody mm-hmm. went to war was you cut off the lines of communications. Yeah. Yeah. The Internet has made that a little more difficult. It's a really this. The Ukraine thing is a very weird war because things like that's TikTok are being a war. used. That's that's, that's right. I mean, that's, let's just say whatever you want to call it. But this this event is being it's covered. A effort. This event is being covered by social media that nobody can control. Any idiot with, you know, one of these can just pull up and send a video and say, mm-hmm. hey, this is what's going on. And it can all be staged. Yeah, well, there is a lot of stage stuff. I mean, I there there have been a number of people that have created episodes of their shows just covering and debunking the staged videos for coming out of Ukraine. Yes, I saw uh, one which I don't. You know, it's hard to prove anything one way or the other with the deep fakes because you could be like, "Well, look, this is a what was like a beauty blogger or something from the Ukraine, allegedly." was a girl you know a pregnant girl coming out of the yeah, hospital that was bombed. probably fake you know but it's people don't know that one way or the other it's like i don't necessarily i don't believe anything 100 percent that it's either real well i, or I fake. can give you a, a hint that is very easy to tell fake stuff um anytime you see people with blood on their face that isn't smeared it's fake Ooh, this so is a makeup uh, job this is wag the dog stuff happen in real life in real life the first thing somebody does when they get whacked by something you know when somebody's brain splatter onto your face you're not just going to be like i'll leave it there for the cameras as soon as your skin on your face feels something unexpected subconsciously your hand goes up to your face and does something like this so anytime you see images of people that have blood splatter on their face or they have injuries on their face and there's no smearing, it is a makeup job. No, I thought this was an interesting quote from Senator Cornyn 
Am I saying that right? It's a Cornyn. weird, weird spell name. Corn? That's all? Cornyn. Cornyn. Okay. Yeah, I used to have an office across from him. Oh. So he says, quote, winning the war of public perception is a crucial part of armed conflict today, as mm. we've seen in Ukraine. Is it, though? Is winning the war of public perception? Uh, isn't that a quote from, uh, who was that Nazi? Um, wow. Goebbels? It could be. I believe that was who actually said that. That uh, winning the war of public perception is a crucial part of armed conflict. Uh, no, mm-hmm. I would think I would think that having sounds like a, a Goebbels quote. And I would also think that having, you know, a better army would do that. But and the, and see, I'm pronouncing it Goebbels because there's no R in there. Was, this is uh, spelling German names. Yeah, well, it was a John uh, C. Dworak comment because he that was a pet peeve for him that people would always say. Goebbels. Well, they people like to it's pretend they, you know, just like some people when they talk about uh, areas in South America and stuff, they want to mm. really put the, you know, the accents out there, you know, like I'll shut the door, you know, something like that. But he also says, Cornyn, the internet is the best way to gain support for your company or country's cause. Wait, you know what? That was probably more correct. Your uh, company. company. He, he says countries cause mm-hmm. globally. This legislation would ensure our allies can stay connected via American satellite providers, blunting cyber attack threats. There's one issue with that. And again, it goes back to sovereignty is sure you can have satellites floating around in space because, well, SpaceX already has those with Starlink. They have, I think right now, 5000 satellites floating out there. Uh, And there's been certainly a lot of theories as to how that whole Starlink program has nothing to do with providing internet to individuals. It has everything to do with creating a fully redundant military communication system for the U S government. Something that literally cannot be knocked out no matter what happens. But the problem with that is all of these things require a ground station, a receiver on the ground to communicate back with the satellite. That receiver on the ground can only be provided to people if you have permission of the country that you're dropping this stuff off to. And if you don't, you're interfering with the country's sovereignty and likely declaring war on them through your action. So just having the satellites isn't going to do jack shit until you're dropping off a whole bunch of communications equipment. Well, here's the other thing I don't understand there where he says the legislation would ensure our allies can stay connected. How do you keep the other people in the region from staying connected? I mean, if- well, of course, because the only the allies would have accounts on Starlink and, and the bad guys don't have Starlink accounts. Right. And how are you going to give these accounts? Let's just pretend for a minute that yeah. we're like, hey, we need to get the Ukrainians Internet access. Vlad cut them off. How is your average person going to connect to this? And how do you stop the enemy then? No, what you're doing is you're creating what seems like a normal civilian legitimate means of communication that effectively you're only going to provide for your in-country spies. The bill notably prohibits a government agency from forcing a telecommunications service provider to assist in providing a service following the conclusion of a conflict. So once Mm. the conflict is over, though, no, then we won't do this. Yeah, no, no, no more service for Ukraine. Uh Uh-huh. It's very strange. And I didn't see this in a whole yep. lot of places. 
And I'm like, oh, this again, never let a uh, never let a good emergency well, I, go to waste. I think this was driven by by uh, Starlink for sure, because, you know, Musk effectively, I don't think he actually did jack shit. I think they shipped off a few base stations, like literally one truck's worth to Ukraine. That was about it. But the satellites are already up there. And so he was able to ship some base stations that are pre-configured probably and uh, have a dozen people be able to log in. Woohoo. And then you're right. But you've done what it. What they're then. saying now is like, oh, that's a great idea. Let's use a bunch of tax money to pay Starlink to send over 100,000 of these things and have the U.S. Uh, uh, taxpayer pick up the tab for it and then do this for a lot more than what Musk is willing to do for free. So this is just a, yeah, we'll go ahead and pay for it, Bill. Right. But what's going on in Ukraine right now? There's a lot of information getting out. So I'm assuming from what I can tell is, has Russia cut off the internet? No, not at all. Internet's been working fine. There's one area right now that I'm aware of in Ukraine, which is under Russian control where the internet is not working. Uh, but I think that's due to a technical issue, not a uh, forced cutoff. And that's in Kharkov. But, um, as far as Kiev, as far as most of the country, They've never lost electricity. They've never lost water. They've never lost internet access. Like, that's why it's hard calling this a war. Right. This is not. You can call it an occupation if you want. Yes. Attacking somebody, you would do all of that. It is, it is literally using a, uh, the most peaceful model possible for occupation. This is, this is going back to like Roman times and using that model. Because when the Romans came in, they didn't, completely destroyed a city only barbarians did that what the romans did is they showed off their uh their immense ability to do damage and then negotiated for the surrender terms and uh and that's how most of the roman empire grew was i, I wouldn't say it was completely nonviolently, but it was quasi nonviolently because their the the goal of the romans was not to sack and pillage like the vikings for example well, of course, because that's the Romans, fun. You want to go sack and pillage. Yeah, that's dangerous. And you can only do it once. And then you have to wait 100 years until they rebuild to, before you can come back. So you have to go back and pillage again. But Rome instead, and Britain used this method as well, they would much rather just collect taxes the whole 100 years. And so they come in reasonably peacefully. They find a friendly stooge to appoint as governor. And they start a taxation going. And, you know, nothing's interrupted. Local business continues. Everything stays the same, except that now you're part of the Roman Empire or the British Empire. And now you're paying taxes into the empire. Got to keep the empire growing. But that is the thing that the mainstream media is definitely not pointing out, that this is not what happened. Although people are making the comparisons. Oh, this is the same as Saddam going into Kuwait. No, no, it's not. It's a, and incidentally, Saddam had perfectly good reason to go into Kuwait. Uh-oh. That was a justifiable action. Another hot take here from Sir Gene. Well, not really. I mean, it's this has happened so many years ago. What was it? Uh, 91, right? Right around there. Is yeah. that uh, Kuwait, which everybody, if I'm sure most people don't know where it is on the map. But if you look it up right by Iraq, you will see that it's pretty much. Yeah, it's right. It's a tiny little country that is almost surrounded by Iraq. And this little country produced like 
half the oil of Iraq. I was like, well, man, how does that work? Well, the way it works is because oil has innovated to a point where we don't drill straight down. We actually drill at an angle, like a 45-degree angle. And so what Kuwait was doing was drilling into Iraq underneath at, a, at an angle. So the top of the drill is on Kuwaiti territory. But the vast majority of the tunnel where they're going to suck the oil out of that they're drilling is actually underneath Iraq. They were not respecting national sovereignty. They were, they were effectively stealing the mineral rights of Iraq and, uh, you know, thinking there were no consequences. Well, there were consequences. Yeah, most of those but fields were America set America was buying their oil. And therefore, we came in and rebelized Iraq. You know, and it would be so easy. And this is the... One of the, like you said, people are morons or they're IQs. Yeah, we're going to have to rename this show to the History Channel, I think. Maybe. Because <laughs> the reality is the state of Alaska could provide, if allowed to, mm-hmm. enough fuel to run 100% of what the United States needs to and still export more out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what you're seeing now with gas prices should not have to happen the fact that we were buying seven or eleven percent whatever it was of russian oil should have never had to happen we should never have to go to opec you should never have to go to venezuela now which i think Mm -hmm. is an interesting uh interesting development here to be looking for oil you could do this all in house and biden with a stroke of a pen the minute he took office really stopped a lot of this stuff and now is going Oh no, this is oh no, it's all because of Putin. And yeah. Jen Psaki, I will give her credit because uh oh, a lot of people are missing. Oh, that's a good looking video, man. That's like the looking that was glass. Your video, buddy. Here's what I was trying to show. The looking glass. Have you seen this? Biden sells Alaska back to Russia so we can start drilling for oil there. Right. Yeah, because you know, that's how it works. Is we, we buy oil from other countries. Right, because it's okay. When it comes to the Green New Deal shit, it's okay yeah. if somebody else is drilling, but we don't we don't want to do it. We yeah. want to keep our hands clean. And the irony of it is it's not the drilling that's causing all the killing of the Mother Earth. It's the burning that creates yes. pollution. Right. The oil so is there. It's in the ground. We, you know, we what have you need our is own there. oil, yeah. but we're not drilling now. Somebody could make an argument. I don't know how good of an argument it would be, but they could make the argument that uh, Biden is actually playing 4D chess here because he knows that if we can use up the rest of the world's oil and we haven't used up our own oil, then 100 years from now, his great, great grandchildren will have oil that no one else has. Uh, I've, I've made that argument myself. Uh, many 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 years ago but uh you know it's you have to do it with kind of a a smirk on your face because uh the idea of paying now so you have something later which you're also saying you will not need once you once everybody gets on the solar and wind program seems bizarre like we won't need oil anymore and we'll still have plenty of it in the u.s and the rest of the world will have actually used up their oil. Well, that's because it's all going to be made illegal. You won't have gas-burning vehicles anymore. So That's right. Europe got rid of the, or is it just Europe or just the UK? I can't remember which. I think the UK started. I don't know if Europe's done it yet, but it'll get there. Yeah. They're all on the same path. 
they're oh, all absolutely on, they're all on that same path and the interesting thing and no agenda covered this yesterday but didn't catch the uh didn't catch the real reason why the clip was good from jen pisaki but one of the things she said was that joe biden in his first year you know produced more oil in america than donald trump's first year well yeah of course more than donald trump's first year which was right mm-hmm. after eight years of obama and biden crippling the energy industry he didn't mention that's not a fair comparison i mean it seems no. like it because again people don't grasp statistics and stuff like that the only yeah. fair, that's a great picture of pasaki there is chucky the <laughs> reality is what you want to compare it to trump's last year in biden's first year that's the comparison it is so disingenuous to go well compared to trump's first year biden did more bull it is an absolute idiotic comparison to make when the reality is from Trump's last year to Biden's first year, the United States produced millions of barrels less oil. That is what you want to be looking at. But she is. She is great at propaganda. People buy into what she says. I don't think she's all that good. I don't think she's that believable, frankly. I don't think she is. But for the vast majority of the American of public the out there. You know, they're the ones like, okay, we'll believe anything you say. I mean, I guess you don't have to be good at lying when you have an audience that is willing to pick that up. And this concept, again, with the barrels of oil, the one person that did pick it up was your buddy Tim Pool. One of the rare Tim Pool videos I watched, he was very animated and pissed off at Pisaki, and I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know what? If we also talked about the what they're calling the don't say gay bill. That's not actually what it's called in Florida. Oh, oh, you said gay. I know, but it said don't say gay. We're going to be banned you, in Florida don't now? Say do you really gay want bill. to be banned in Florida? Wanna, yes, Florida, screw Florida. It's too warm down there. It's too nice. They, they gave you COVID. Come on. Of course, you don't like Florida, Gene. But the reality <laughs> of that bill is you can, the, you know, again, this is dumbing it down and not reading the whole bill. But the gist of the bill is you cannot talk about sexual orientation to kids aged kindergarten to third grade. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say you can't say LGBTQ or gay, but you can do the straight stuff. No, it says they're too young for any of yeah. the sex stuff. But Pisaki came out and lied to everybody specifically, very not, uh, you know, not just generically was like, well, this is this, this and this. All of it was lies. And that really pissed off Tim Poole who made the point, which I agree with, this bill in Florida, whatever you want to call it, is moronic. It's in the grand scheme of the world means nothing. It should be common sense that teachers should not be teaching sexual orientation to kindergarten students. But okay, here it is. And his point was, if Jen Psaki will lie about that. Yeah, she'll lie about anything. Everything. Yeah, but that's, I don't think that's exclusive to Jen. I think anybody in that office uh, their mandate is to present the case of the current administration. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't believe it's Jen Psaki that is the this is the brains behind this. She is the mouthpiece no, of the no. organization and, and of and the I don't Bidens. Think she is doing nearly as good a job as Kelly did. Kelly, Kelly. Oh, um, Kellyanne Conway. No, no, no. Oh, oh, is it not Kelly? Who's the the gal that was uh, Kaylee? Kaylee. 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 Yes. Kaylee. John C. Dvorak's biggest yeah, crush. Kaylee, Kaylee, Kaylee was much better at it. 
And Kaylee was much more attractive to look at. So, I mean, there's that's that. what I mean. It was, it was, that's all you really care about, right? She's like, lie to me. If you're hot, uh-huh. lie to me. Bring it on. I mean, we're all kind of used to that, aren't we? Yes. Hot girls lying. Well, that is the reality of so much of espionage, which that was talked about on No Agenda yesterday. A lot of these undercover stuff like Veritas or if you're a uh, if you're a spy trying mm-hmm. to get somebody with access to talk, if they're yeah. males, it's really easy to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You send a hot female. They act interested. Boom. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll be tell you everything I got. Yeah, and that's exactly what Veritas has been doing, which I, I think is brilliant. They're they're using the same techniques uh, to get data from these, you know, guys that start opening up their mouths and having a few drinks in them, and then completely just dumping all the uh, all the stuff that makes their companies look bad, uh, and telling and and you know they're like bragging about it to their dates who are filming them. Which they don't uh, know they're filming them. It, what they should assume. They should always assume if you go out on a date. Guys, if you're out on a date with an attractive woman that's like way up, you might want to look around for the cameras. Mm-hmm. Well, and, if and you're frankly, if you're on a date and you don't have your own camera running, I don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> it's, a, it's for safety. Exactly. It's for everybody's safety. You must. Is that what you do now when you date? Do you have the uh, like the police, the body cam? Do you wear this like for the date? Like I need to. Uh... No, I just have glasses with built in cameras. Oh, so you're using yeah. the, like that. Well, you're not using the Facebook or Google ones. I'm sure. Is this like one no. of your own creation or uh, is that what you're wearing no, they, right they now? They kind of look like uh, they kind of look, you know, like uh, uh, Ray-Ban knockoffs. Right. Like the ones you're wearing now. Oh, am I wearing glasses? I didn't realize. <laughs> I did not realize. No. It's the Ray Charles look. I like that. Uh huh. I like that. Although, I mean, I think it is nice that you are for the diehard fans wearing the Adidas tracksuit. I think that. Well, was... I am at home. I mean, what else would I be wearing? <laughs> well, luckily, clothes, clothing rather for <laughs> uh, for that. But uh, yeah, I'm you know I'm surprised in honor of Tim Pool. You're not wearing the beanie. Do we need to send a you a beanie? Yeah. Do we, we can get, I don't understand how somebody can wear a beanie indoors. I know. Well, yeah, that is a little strange. I mean, maybe they're keeping their studio at like 65 degrees or something. Yeah, but well, see, in Austin, that would be air conditioning. So it's uh, you need to bring well, that. Well, not to 65. I mean, I usually keep it right around 75. We'll get you a beanie. We'll get with the unrelenting logo right there. That would be nice. We can both wear them. It could be like the branding. Yeah, the branding of the show. Definitely not do that. Yeah. We can get like how about one of those like the you know the kids back in like the twenties wore with the little propeller hat thing. We can wear those. I, I'll I'll defer to you on that one. Yeah, you have no no fashion sense whatsoever. Clearly, no fashion sense. But I don't know all this. So since we're not talking about Ukraine, this show. What do you want to talk about? Right, we're we're talking about anything but Ukraine. At least from this point on, I suppose. Mm-hmm. This it's. uh yeah, I don't know. I've been watching 24 the first season again. Enjoying oh, yeah, you that. mentioned that. How's that going? I, it's a very well written show. Mm. And I know in future seasons, I mean, spoilers, uh, there is a an agent released to infect the country, you know. So I was like, that seems a lot like uh, what we've got going on now. But it's a very non-politically correct show, yeah. of course. So that's what I like about it. You know, what would be really cool is if, if Russians find a precursor to Corona in one of those Ukrainian labs. Well, I thought there were no Ukrainian labs. 
And then there were, oh, well, there just, were no you. Just 29 of them. But then they weren't United States. Oh, no, but wait, maybe they were. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I all, mean, Fauci visited them. I'm not sure whose labs they were. Well, Fauci, I mean, he is like the. Uh, Dr. Death. He's the he's like the government's go to doctor. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not bad. He's just he is science. I mean, let's face it. He is. He is science. And uh, let's be honest. He's uh, everybody's grandpa. He's just a nice old guy. Why would you? Mm-hmm. Why would you uh, not like? It looks just like Dr. Kevorkian, too. It's funny. <laughs> kind of does. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I mean, uh, but the world is fun. I mean, the the gasoline misery index. That's a good headline, too. Hmm that uh well it's it's still pretty low it's pretty low i mean people can't afford this which is by the end of the year how much you think it's going to get to 15 by the end of the year wow which means uh 300 a barrel a lot of people are just not going to be able to afford to go to work well most people don't actually go to work anyway that's true you know, in my case, my wife works about 45 minutes from home. So the the cost yeah, of suck for you. gasoline, yeah, it's it becomes prohibitive to work. You're better off not going to work, which is. Well, people forget that the price in gas doesn't just affect how much you spend on gas. Because everything you buy from food to products, durable goods, everything is transported right and so the increase in gas price raises prices across the board having massive inflation but inflation is only the case if you also are making more money if you're not making any more money but the prices are going up that's that's like half of inflation because the the change in the uh between how much you're making per hour uh, hasn't caught up with the increase in prices right well it's not going to and that's yeah so it's not really inflation that we're seeing it's just the price increase and they're coming fast and furious you're seeing this in all sorts of goods as you said i mean if you have a freezer mm-hmm. now's the time to fill it up because i don't see this stopping anytime in the next uh, six to 12 months I mean, this yeah, is going to continue going up, which means things are going to continue to get more expensive, which is, means it's more prohibitive to drive, which is going back 15, 20 years ago or so. That's what the plan was, which will we'll nudge people out of these these gas burning vehicles because, you know, yeah, they, they've been trying to do this for a while. This is a part of it. You know, now this is an extra added bonus, which is, you know, and rightfully so I can. uh definitely lose a few pounds but this is also the you know america's way too fat what happens if we well, make food really yes, expensive I, ha- I have a video for that actually oh god it's pretty funny it's it's a russian woman uh basically thanking america for the sanctions uh because it gets rid of all the fast food restaurants and all the unhealthy products that have all the uh additives coming in and the it's going to ensure that Russians get stronger and more beautiful looking. Well, wait, wait. I thought uh, Vlad is taking over all the McDonald's. Once they leave those restaurants there, it's soon going to be instead of McDonald's, it's going to be McVlad's. Yeah, yeah. But McVlad's sort of serves healthy food. Unlike McDonald's. <laughs> Gruel. 
what's what's good what's on the menu at a mcvlad's uh probably pilmeni oh well okay little meat dumplings it's probably better than what mcdonald's Mm -hmm. was serving oh absolutely yeah mcdonald's were serving you know burgers and other food that could be left on the counter for a year in that mold you've seen that video right yes Yes. By the way, I'm showing shadow stats inflation so you can see the red line is inflation as currently reported officially, which is at about 8% right now. And the blue line is inflation using the formula that was used for inflation in 1990, which is reporting about 12%. So the formula has the been formula changed. that was used in 1980. It's at an 18% matching the inflation that we had during the Carter years. And for those that don't remember the Carter years, they were not good, kids. Oh, yeah. I guess I forget there are people that weren't around back then. Yes. Carter was a nightmare. There were yes, lines for gas, farmer. which I haven't seen yet, but I'm guessing that's coming. This is the uh, the concept back then was you could only buy, what, like five gallons at a time or something for a while. Yeah. There was uh, a lot of lines standing in the. Uh, rationing you know, standing in line for a gas station not good yeah because you had he wanted to get some gas for your car no but uh it's coming yeah. back it is it's coming back and as people realize that they just don't have the money for stuff well then we're gonna get uh, by default less carbon emissions yay we're They're not that there's the 1980 numbers by the way what are they? I mean, we're an audio podcast, Gene. So saying those are the 80s numbers. Yeah, I'm just telling you so you can explain it. It's, it's a graph. It's big. It's bad. Customer inflation. It has a hockey stick on, on the right side. It veers almost vertically on the right side. And it's at a, about 18% right now. And that's uh, there's that number is the number that would have been reported officially. If the formula for calculating inflation wasn't adjusted several times by the government in order to minimize its impact. Yes, in order to hide the fact that there was inflation. Because when things like eggs and milk go up by 3x, they would prefer to just simply take milk and eggs off the formula calculation and use things that maybe like bread that haven't gone up quite as much. I did think it was interesting that my wife mentioned that the the guy from the government mm-hmm. who calls them or had been calling them pretty much monthly about price increases. This is how I guess they gather this information is they call the stores and like ask questions has stopped calling now for a few months. So I think they're just like, yeah, it's, it, no one cares. It's too bad. It's too high now. We don't want that information. Maybe if we don't have the data, we don't have to report it. Right. And they're trying to do use that in order to keep the numbers in check. But the the concept and she works in flooring. Uh, most of these companies would have a price increase in a normal year, maybe once a year as mm-hmm. far as what their products are costing. It's coming like every couple of months now. And it just I, keeps I've going seen up. A gas station raise its price on gas by five cents while I was sitting at a red light. <laughs> well, he saw you. And and red and they're like oh, sir sir Gene red Kami oh higher prices everybody's happy yeah don't you know it's yeah it's, and that's the thing too good for uh, so on on Noja and the social there have been a few I don't even know how to describe them 
uh, I'll just say people for lack of a better description. <laughs> of course, they're people. That, I don't know about that. That's debatable. They could but be bots. A few of these people that are so completely unread and uh, unaware of history and, and literally like short history, you know, not long ago history that they are using the word red as an insult to me for being Russian. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm like, I don't, I mean, what does that mean? What you're accusing me of being Chinese? You're, you're how, red. No, I mean, you're, yes, you're, how, you've been out in the that? sun, Gene. <laughs> and I'm wearing the red shirt here, so I'm, I don't know. I I'm do showing. have redder uh, looking skin than you right now, apparently. Yes, I'm, I'm very white. But you're kind of dead. Coming so, out of winter. and From uh, the inside, anyway. Right. No, that's yeah. the black on the inside, of course. That's uh-huh. just my soul, Gene. Don't you know? But it's weird. This whole, this is the first time that I can remember something like this Ukraine deal going on mm-hmm. where you've got people clamoring for the Russians in the NHL. Oh, no, you can't let the Russians play. All no. right. Yeah. It, this is very bizarre stuff. The Paralympics, dude. What the fuck? If if it makes anybody look bad, it makes the U.S. look bad. It's yeah. Like, how do you remove disabled athletes from being able to participate in the Olympics? After the regular athletes already all participated. I mean, you're basically saying, hey, fuck you. You guys are disabled Russians. You're too slow to the to the punch here. So we're just going to send you home. But it's it insane. That t- will haunt them for a long time, I guarantee you. Well, all of a sudden, Russians outside of Russia are all being treated like they are the ones doing whatever the people don't right. like. Yeah. Which it's like, that makes zero sense, which I mean, yeah. it makes sense for the left in America because they don't think anybody should be. Uh, well, the left in America created internment camps. Well, and they believe everybody should be totally judged upon their color yeah. of their skin yeah, and their absolutely. ethnicity and their their gender, mm-hmm. whatever that may be today. And yep. it's insane. It is absolutely insane that it's like, well, no, we need to kick the Russian players out of the NHL. Mm-hmm. Why? What did they do? Yeah. You know, and even the ones like, you know, the, the superstar, the big Russian tank. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the best Russian hockey guy around. Uh, oh, yeah. With the beard. Yeah. You know, he, he's the guy that is buddies with Putin. Alex uh, Alexander. Yeah. Ovechkin. Ovechkin. Yes. Yes. So now even him, even having his political views, since when is then being friends with somebody or having a mm. political view somebody doesn't like get you booted out of something like that? It's like we are going down a shithole. If that's oh, completely, there's no coming back from this besides total annihilation. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I, that's why I'm starting to give tips on uh, no agenda social every day. I give some world war three tips. Ooh, sir jeans. How does, how to avoid the, the big one. Yeah. Has anybody taken those to heart? Are we have people building I bunkers? Hope so. I mean, they're really, they should help people figure out kind of what they want to do in the next stage of their life. At this point, one, stock up on food. I mean, the coronavirus thing. No, that didn't make me want to stock up on food. The fact that food's going to cost 10 times what it does today in a year. Maybe you want to stock up, you know, on canned peas and carrots and stuff like that. So you can uh, yeah, have sustenance. Not a bad idea. Uh, is assuming you're going to be staying with your refrigerator. The uh, oh, you're oh, going, you're going yeah, on, some- on the go bag. 
Yeah, you definitely want to have some dried, uh, dehydrated food if you want to go that route. Because you don't want to be schlepping around all that wet, messy food that weighs a ton. On a completely other note, this show's uh, sponsor is Sir Jean's Jerky. <laughs> the best biltong around. I Sir would Jean. love to have my own jerky brand, man. That would be super cool. Well, it's a, it's a hell of a product. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I like jerky. I had some, it's driving food. If I drive a long way somewhere, there's always a bag of jerky in the car. Well, it's nice and salty. It keeps you going. Got the uh, electrolytes. It's everything you it's need to you. know. It's everything you need to know. But what Just was like Brano? What was your uh, best tip so far? Best tip so far. Um, I'm trying to think what, which one. I mean, they're all kind of good, but, um, is there a well, coming? I recommended that people buy uh, iodine pills, uh, potassium iodide, while they still have a chance, because that is getting sold out. Amazon sold out of a lot of it already. And now uh, people are afraid of the nukes. Is that what you're uh, thinking here? Well, I mean, I don't know about afraid of the nukes, but uh, you certainly don't want to get immediately hit with uh, thyroid issues because of the nuke. I mean, I think you really just want to figure out where it's coming. Go to that place that just be like, all right. Right. And that's that that is one of the tips as well, is that if you just want to wrap things up quickly, make sure you're in a big city or large military base or yep. next to it. That is the, the radius is going to be about 15 miles, give or take uh, for incineration. So you don't have to be exactly in the middle. You can be within about a 500 mile uh, square uh, or about really circle of an area. Um within about 15 miles uh, diameter nice yeah so that that that's the area where you're not going to know anything all you're going to see is a bright light and then you're dead is there not a vaccine yet for the uh, nuclear bomb I mean, for the nukes yeah. yeah i think pfizer mentioned that they were close mm-hmm. see okay so that's that's the answer for sir omaha there is a vaccine for that yeah yeah you just have to make sure that you get the vaccine at least six months before you're exposed right so now you mean you might be oh, too yeah. late well, already really last month now there was an interesting report out that i saw linked to this came out uh three years ago i believe maybe it was 2017 2018 but within the last few years because there's talk now of an emp and yeah. okay this is a weapon that's on the table which i've always understood what that would do is basically take out the grid all electric which again mm-hmm. takes down all communications but it doesn't kill people when an emp goes off it's yeah you can survive that now well there's still fallout i mean you're if you're generating the emp with an atomic bomb there's still going to be fallout right it, but it, it will have a smaller incineration effect but it's mainly to take out the electronics now what is the procedure then for rebooting or getting things if you wanted to remake it? Is this like everything's so screwed that there's no hope in getting? Yeah, I generally, it depends. Um, if you have no electromagnetic protection and the EMP goes off, uh, again, within, you know, probably 10, 10 kilometers or so of, of where you're at, uh, it's going to blow out most of the transistor stuff so it's permanent damage is what i'm saying it's, right, it's, it's not fried. like just turn it off now 
if you have an old car from the 80s with a carburetor and it has a uh a distributor that uh that physically spins around to rotate the the which spark plugs get the spark you are again in good you shape. will start that car up and keep driving <laughs> you are in damn good shape the, yeah this was a study done by a congressional are you tank. bringing it up on the screen as you're talking about it I, I don't have this oh, okay. uh, in front of me but there was so you're making uh, it up got it right Go it's ahead. all it's all lies I mean, you did say you got to see something to believe it. So I'm just saying. No, I said if you see it, you still can't believe it. Oh, well, that's even better. But this government agency said if there was an EMP and they were worried at the time about North Korea doing it, because, again, this was like Mm. three or four years ago. What percentage of the population of America do you believe, Gene, would be dead within one year if an EMP went off? Uh, Just one EMP? Well, I mean, well, again, where. an EMP attack is what I'm guessing. Taking the, I mean, there's no such thing as just an EMP attack. It's always going to be combined with a, a nuclear attack because all it is is an airburst nuclear weapon. Well, the government agency said 90 percent of the population dead within a year. That's the same number for a nuclear attack. Then why would they make a differentiation? That because it's an article. And they want to have it some was, content, and it was, it was written by a 22-year-old? It was a government thing. Intern, now now government, you make me want to pull this up. It's, well, the government doesn't, yeah. The, who's writing for the government, I guess that's the uh, question. A 22-year-old, yeah. Nobody that knows what they're doing. Generally, yeah. Nobody that knows. I mean, knows. That's, that is literally the definition of government, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the only interesting scenario is one where you don't have a full-out war that includes emps but you actually have uh a strategic emp that goes off after uh, you know above some financial center like new york or something or london and then the rest of the world is fine so a terrorist single emp makes for an interesting story emps that are combined with an arsenal of a whole country is not really any difference and, and it, by the way, it's not like there isn't an electromagnetic pulse for the ground detonated ones. It's just that you get much better distances that DMPs propagate when it's uh, detonated above ground. The Washington Examiner 2019 new EMP warning U.S. will cease to exist. 90% of population will die. With ease and using a primitive nuclear weapon, a new axis of these aggressive nations could black out the Western world, dismantle all electricity and electronics and water and food supply and lead millions to their deaths in American in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, the part that won't die are probably smart enough uh, to have a Faraday cage inside of their bunker. <laughs> Is that what you have? This another tip? Well, who doesn't have that? I mean, really, of our audience, I'm pretty sure everyone has that. And all this cyber attack talk. It's all bullshit. I know Adam has that. Well, everybody needs at least one. Is that the new house that was the selling point? Yeah. Big Faraday cage. Yep. And it, he's got his wood-burning generator. Well, you do need that. But now, none of the stuff in your house would work if you had an EMP attack. So even if you could generate, wouldn't that uh, still be kind of worthless? Well, I, again, it, it depends on how it's made so things that are old school 
Like if you have a tube microphone, for example, that would still work. A tube microphone? Tube. But not the new FET. Those are all dead. All yeah. the electronic circuitry. Yeah. Gone. Yep. I need a tube mic. We're going to keep doing this. Yeah. I mean, I hear they sell them. They're only, what, $3,800? Well, that's the one that incorporates all the good. You mm-hmm. can get two microphones for dirt cheap, but they sound like crap. But uh, Do they? Yeah. Some do. I mean, again, you can change the tubes. You can change yeah. the coloration. We could start talking about microphones and go on for hours because that's kind of the, the rabbit hole that we no, get. We did that last night for hours already. Right. It's like, here we go. Let's talk microphones. Why? Well, because we're not uh-huh. recording it. It's because we're not recording it. But it's an interesting concept. This, uh, you know, and I think the EMP. Yeah, we should get Mandrew on the, as a guest at some point. He is the microphone king. Or that, or frankly, he ought to have the two of us as guests on his show. On his show. Well, why would he want to mess up a perfectly good show he's got going there putting us on? Well, that would probably do it. You're right. The, uh, you know, the concept, I guess, with the EMP was that it was a much lesser uh, bar that somebody would have to have. I, I tell you, the real advantage of the EMP is it's less destructive to physical property. So if you want to detonate it over a city like Kiev, for example, and then occupy the city a year later. Right. You could do that. You sure as hell wouldn't want to be there at the time immediately after the EMP goes off because you're still going to have fallout. But it's like, imagine if that were to happen. That is even worse than being incinerated, I think, in a nuclear blast. Oh, no. Surviving is generally going to be worse. It's it's going to be easiest for people that are inside the sphere. Um, when you're outside, you're, you know, you're going to have plenty of other issues to deal with, not to mention a guaranteed uh, increase in cancer risk. Well, there's going to be an increase in cancer risk, but even if there wasn't, people do not, and I'm putting myself in that group, not really good at living off the land. If your grocery stores disappear, just that alone, yep, you're like, wait, wait, now what? Where do I get my Cheerios? Yeah. It becomes a whole different skill set that you need to have at that point. It is, and and it all depends on how many... Uh, and how many nukes there were and how much coverage there is because all the animals you're like well i go kill the animals go hunting right but they're they're all contaminated but let's just even pretend they weren't that's not gonna help me well okay um you're definitely better off being dead you should move to downtown chicago (laughs) is what you ought to do should be right there yeah i'm just gonna go up and put a bullseye on the roof be like please aim here just find a military base to move next to well, you see, you know, you just need to have a friend who's into hunting. I think that's kind of what you want. Uh, we could be like, uh, can you mm-hmm. go out there and, and garner some of that uh, deer meat that we need to survive at this point? But I don't think people have ever put themselves into that situation. Like, could you survive? How could you even survive a month without your right. necessities? You know, your grocery store well, the- for clean water. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've gone camping, obviously. I think plenty of people have done that um and like real camping with a backpack not camping where you drive with to the RV. store if you need something right, right. uh so you got to carry everything in and then you got to carry everything out um but the closest recent thing was what we had last year with the power outage for five days in austin here where the water was contaminated so you couldn't drink the water and the power was off 24 hours a day for five days and the weather outside was below freezing. 
Right. Which is not normal there. So people aren't exactly prepared. Exactly. And I think a lot of people were really stressed out during that point in time. Well, because and that is just like a 1% towards what this would be. So that's where it's. uh, No, it's the first five days. You know, no, uh, no supplies coming in. Right. And that's when you go, well, gee, those preppers seemed kind of smarter than because, you know, having those supplies. Okay. There's a finite amount of those, but they at least allow you not to have that immediate panic of, oh my God, I'm, I'm screwed. Well, it lets you outlive all the people that have starved to death. Right. That's a, and now there's fewer of you to worry about the resources. That's a plus. Mm -hmm. And the people that are still around are the smarter ones that prepared. So survival of the fittest comes right back around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's uh, we haven't had a big reset for a long time. That's why we're going for the great reset. Mm -hmm. The great reset. Jesse's going to jail. Woo. Yes. Yes. That'll be interesting. I, I suspect he's probably going to once again lie about. Having some white folks beating them up. <laughs> Speaking about the Great Reset. In jail. Yeah, well, that's he was yelling, I guess, as they uh, took him away that he's not suicidal. <laughs> oh, he'll get there. Oh, yeah. He'll get there, all right. I mean, 150 days. How hard can that be? They were making fun of that on Tim's show yesterday. They were uh, talking about how when he gets out of prison, they should hire him with their production company to star in a movie where he plays himself, but it's fiction. Which his uh, life is fiction. And it'd be called, if I actually was to do it. <laughs> okay, OJ. <laughs> you know, but he did it. He pulled it on, and that was the thing. Well, he's saying he didn't, though. He's well, claiming innocence. Why? Got an innocent man going to jail. I mean, the question becomes why at that point. The evidence, there seems to be a, you know, it's just preposterous to think that he was framed or something in this case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it'd, I, it'd be a hell of a frame job. I mean, I said this from day one. There was so many problems with his story. Mm-hmm. One being that white dudes with MAGA hats on in Chicago would Don't not exist. watch Empire, so they would not know he was who he was or that he was gay. What's Empire? With the show that uh, Jesse's on, exactly. Oh, he's on a show. Right. He was a television guy. Oh, I didn't know that. Television show, yes. Where do you think Jesse ah. came from? Is I that, thought he was some, just some, you know, political hack or something. Well, that he is, too. But the reality is, he would have been so much more believable. And this is where a lot of times when there's people that have the theory that if you're going to lie about something, the mm. more details you can throw in makes it more mm. believable. They miss out on the point is it's the other way around. If the details you add are wrong or inconsistent somehow, much better chance. So when he said that when he was attacked, he was called the N word and, you know, the the slurs for homosexual. That's when I knew he was lying. Now, if you just said too. Yeah. Oh, but if you would have just said they called him the N word and beat him up, you know, I could kind of believe that might still happen in this world that we live in. Why? Why would they do that? I don't Unless know. he stole their money or something. These people are crazy. There's racists out so. there. I don't think you don't think people are crazy up. and racist. There are some out there. No, no, I don't no. think there are. I, hot take from Gene. 
But the fact that he I threw in. I don't know in, why that would be hot. I mean, generally, when people get into conflicts that involve physical altercations, it's because somebody did or said something to piss them off. Have you not you seen what's been going on? You walk up to a black dude. No, you do. In New York crap now. Out of them. There's a lot of people that get randomly uh, no. hit in the head with a brick. Well, no, there are people that get hit in the head with a brick. It has nothing to do with their race. It has to do with the game that the youngsters are playing. But in this case, that's where he lost me. The fact that he threw in, they called me the. You mean he had you <laughs> before what, that? It, it, it was somewhat believable. I, you know, again, you have no. to look at every incident and look at the facts surrounding it. And, you know, the other problem was he planned it for the coldest night that Chicago had seen in like 20 years. It was historically mm-hmm. cold out, which means there's not a lot of people walking around looking for somebody to beat up. You know, it's, it's kind of an inconvenient thing to do because you're going to freeze to death. Yeah. If you're outside for more than a couple minutes, which I mean, also seemed it was weird that Jesse went to walk for a subway at like two in the morning. And where was this in Chicago, supposedly? Miracle Mile? No, no. Wherever I forget exactly what neighborhood it was in. Outside but, of Macy's? Uh, <laughs> that's where Jesse would have been. I don't know. Where, where he was shopping? Wherever probably. he lived. I mean, this was two in the morning. So, again, nobody so on the street. you're telling me this alleged homosexual actor. Right. No, I think I think that's not alleged. He he said he is a homosexual. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, and he is an actor. I mean, we've seen assume. him in things. I'm not going to assume things. I've never seen this person before, so I'm not going to assume. You've never seen a picture of Jesse Smollett with all the coverage that's been going on. Uh uh-uh. uh Interesting. I don't have a television. <laughs> you have you have this thing called the internet. I've heard the name. I look. It's not like I'm ignorant or something. I've heard the name, but I've never actually seen him on anything. Now, yes, but you I mean really? If you looked at him, I wouldn't immediately. But if you, I'm just getting to the 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 idea of like where he got attacked and where does he live? In a on a Chicago street outside a subway sandwich shop. Okay, I mean, is this a nice neighborhood that an actor making good money would live in, or is he living on the south side? I'm assuming it was a relatively nice neighborhood. This wasn't like in the most depressed area of the t- city. No, I mean this was in a Mm-hmm. Although all of downtown at this point is kind of a war zone. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's gotten bad. Hmm. Even Wacker Drive? Oh, yeah, man. I wouldn't be going down to the Billy Goat at two in the morning walking around the streets. Wow. It's, uh, this is a different town than it was a good decade memories ago. there, man. Yeah. Uh, that is, this is exactly the problem with Chicago right now is that you're, I mean, you, what you remember yeah. in Chicago is the way it used to be, which is I never felt any danger walking down michigan avenue like you said the right. miracle mile you know even at night this was not an issue downtown was safe now if you went to the south side or the west side mm-hmm. yeah you know all bets were off but downtown yeah. has turned into the i mean it's not as bad but it is not a safe place anymore that mm. is uh it's just the way it is well again yeah. you're not you're not incarcerated yeah, people. in the 70s was beautiful it was it's a nice town man you can get good food there was a lot of good music, if you like the blues especially, but there's a lot of good live music in Chicago. Yeah, good Polish food there, too. Oh, yeah, man. Well, they said uh, Chicago, the Ukrainian village, like the third most uh, uh, highest percentage of Ukrainians living outside the Ukraine here in Chicago. I thought there was more in Canada. I know Canada had a huge population. I don't know. Wherever they are, they are. But Chicago, no. It's a war zone. Yeah. And Jesse, you know, I don't know. 
there's violence, there's stuff going on. And uh, I could have believed the story, except he threw in that. And it's like, there's no racist white guy who's going to know who you are and that you're gay. If a white guy knows who Jesse Smollett was at that point, he was a fan of his show and he probably wasn't. He was going to go ask him for an autograph. Yeah. And that's where it's like, dude, you your story was horrible. And then it all unraveled when the guys that you paid were on video, like buying the rope and the hat and everything else. It's like, come on, Wait, dude. Did they, get all, did they get all of that in one store? Yeah, we'd like some uh, hemp rope and some MAGA hats and uh, some duct tape. And uh, right. But we're, nothing's going on here. Don't don't, no, don't pay any attention to that. Aren't they black? Yes. <laughs> you know that's the beauty of this whole thing i mean it's uh the, the whole story yeah i mean at the very least jesse i mean all of this with we can't have a straight actor play a gay guy on a uh-huh. movie what, how do you hire black guys to play white maga guys to beat you up <laughs> hire some white guys they might have wanted to do it anyway yeah. it's like you would have made it much much more believable mm-hmm. but that's where it just didn't make sense and the fact that he's doubling down this reminds me and I'm sure I was this kid up until the point I my brain wasn't complete mush. You know, when you're a kid, five, six, seven years old, you do something, you're caught, but you're just like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I didn't do it. That's Jussie now. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like, dude, the evidence is here. We can yeah. see you did it. No, no, I didn't do it. But I think this is part of the society that we're in now because the mainstream media does the same thing. Jen Psaki stands there and gives you complete lies about what's going on. Yeah. And Jussie figures, well, I can do it, too, because the media, they like me. I'm on their side. And overall, they tried to cover for him. He almost got away with it, except for the fact that it got to the point where it was so well, it, it's bad. interesting because, you know, it's almost like we have a lot of Muslims. We have a lot of Muslims where and what and why <laughs> like Jen Psaki. Um, because in Islam, you are absolutely allowed to lie to the infidels, to non-believers. Ah, so it's absolutely part of the plan. It's, it is a, not just executable, it, it is often a recommended tactic in order to get, you know, the goals of your religion to be pushed forward to lie non-believers well it does seem to be what's going on yeah and i think this is the this is one of the revelations that i've had as i've gotten older is that if you don't give people a religion to cling on to they will invent one or they will cling, cling on to something else that somebody else invented which may not be called a religion. It may be called the uh, government. Climate change. It may be called climate change. It may be called uh, the corona bullshit, whatever you want to call LGBTQ. it. LGBTQ. Whatever it, cause it yeah, is. Yeah, for some people, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, whatever that thing is that people cling on to, they will have the same level of conviction toward as other people have toward religion, meaning you can't logically talk them out of it they are beyond convincing because in their mind it is uh it is not something that they arrived at logically it is something that they have accepted right 
So there is an argument to be made, um, which I would have never thought in my youth, that providing some benign religion initially to a person uh, may prevent them from falling into this trap of taking things that are, uh, you know, really shouldn't be viewed of as religion, but nonetheless treating them as such. And I think global warming was the first big example of that that I really noticed is that people that fell into that um, for a lot of them, not everybody. I mean, some people were just looking at the data, but for an awful lot of people, they effectively became Gaia worshipers. They they started thinking that this cause, regardless of any scientific facts, is the most important thing in their lives that they need to focus on. Right, which is being used to change so many things. Because, well, no, of yeah. course, we, we've, we've all jumped on board that global warm it, warm it, whatever that means. Global climate change is wrong. Global whamming. Yes. Global whamming is wrong, says Baba Wawa. And once you get to that point, then everything you push, well, okay, you've all accepted that this climate change thing is bad. Now mm-hmm. we're going to tell you what's causing it so we can make all the changes we want that have nothing to do with global warming. But this reminds me of a quote from the great philosopher, George Costanza, mm. who said, remember, Jerry, it's not a lie if you believe it. Right. And I think that is quite accurate with how a lot of these people are. Because I don't think the people that are pushing for a lot of this stuff that I think is absolutely insane, I don't think they're doing it because they are trying to scam people. I think they believe it. You know, the people at yeah. the top, I think, know that it's a scam and a lie. But well, the foot soldiers. Knows. I don't even know if it's necessarily people at the top or you know people below them that are actually pulling the strings. That is true. And that's the question of who is the one pulling the strings and why. Mm-hmm. George Soros has made a lot of money doing it. Oh, a lot of money. You mentioned that name. Boom. You're usually right off of YouTube, too. So we'll see if that. Uh, that yeah, that's, I think that's one of the forbidden words on YouTube. So this channel may be shut down tomorrow. That might get us taken off. I don't know. It's a uh, it's a very strange world to watch. And this Ukraine thing is one of the most strangest. I mean, it really is uh, kind of like the Jesse thing. It's people are just saying stuff is going on. You can see that's not what's what's going on, mm-hmm. but we're just going to keep saying it's going on. And that's how we're going to react to everything. Well, it's it's funny, too, because a lot of the information in mainstream media is uh, contradictory. So you've got, uh, on the one hand, we need to send Ukraine planes and trains and automobiles and all kinds of weaponry and everything because it, it, it's the only way that we can save them from Russia. On the other hand, uh, Russia is almost completely defeated in Ukraine. The Ukrainian right, uh, right. army has uh, foiled Russia at every opportunity. They've shot down 10 times as many planes. They've captured uh, 100,000 troops already. And it's it's just a complete absurd lie in the opposite direction. Right. And, and so, but they're pushing them both at the same time. It's like these poor little country, these poor people getting attacked that are helpless without our protection. But they've just taken out the largest army in the world. Right. Russia's the big bad wolf, but Ukraine is pushing them back. But Russia's bad. 
Yeah, but they're not just pushing them back. Like Ukraine's almost completely desolated right. the Russian troops. Yeah, they're, they're gone. The, the Russia has no more air force left thanks to Ukrainian guys with Stinger missiles. Well, and they're going to get a bunch of MiGs. Got to send them the airplanes. Yeah. Well, we're, I mean, we're not sending them MiGs. No, because everybody's like, nobody wants to get involved with that. Yeah. Like, that's escalation. Well, the, the thing I thought was hilarious, too, was Poland's reply, which was a, a, like a sarcastic jab, was completely misinterpreted in the U.S. So, the you know, the U.S., all these blowhards have been suggesting that, well, Poland ought to just send their planes and, you know, have the Ukrainians jump in them and provide planes to the Ukrainians because their air force is completely obliterated now. Uh, and Poland's reply was like, sure, hey, we have an even better idea. Um, we are happy to help the U.S. with sending planes to Ukraine. In fact, we'll even donate our planes so that the U.S. can send them to Ukraine. Right. You come pick them up and you bring and their them. point was, are you fucking insane? We're not joining this war because as soon as our planes are flying over Ukraine, Russia is going to start bombing Poland. And the the way that that was received here by, I, I assume, politicians as well as mainstream media was Poland encouraging the U.S. to get deeper commitment into the war with Ukraine, so much so that they're even willing to give up their assets to help uh, America defeat uh, the Russians out of Ukraine. I mean, it was it was completely misunderstood and or turnaround message of what Poland was actually saying. Well, yeah, and again, we all see the headlines of is Poland next? Of course, Poland doesn't want to be involved because the minute Poland starts sending troops in or weapons, then of course they could be a target. Yeah, which is it was Poland rightfully is so. Barely dealing with the inflow of Ukrainians coming in. Moldova is done with it. Moldova is like, fuck you, Ukrainians, because they they're trashing the country. Yeah, Moldova is a little tiny country. They've got now a ton of Ukrainians that have come in uh, across the border and they are trashing buses, trashing pretty much everything there. Um, And there's a lot of imagery and it seems like, well, that's kind of petty. They're in the middle of a war and you're, you're bitching about the fact that, you know, they break windows and they leave uh, empty vodka bottles everywhere. Hey, I did notice though that Poland was not letting people with dark skin in because they weren't Ukrainian. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing that's so funny is that, well, maybe it's not that funny, but it's somewhat funny is that, uh, in that part of the world, racism is pretty fucking high, like actual racism. And so I've, I've put up videos of, uh, African groups of Indian groups, all talking about how they are not being allowed to either buy groceries at the store because there's limited supply. They're not allowed to get on the exit trains to leave the country. Right. Uh, and not just because, you know, they, they're waiting in line and they're told to go to the back of the line, but because the Ukrainian army wants to use them because if there's a bunch of dead Africans or a bunch of dead people from India, well, look how evil Russia is. Right. So they're they're really being held as literal human shields uh because it would make Russia look that much worse shooting minorities make great in the propaganda eyes of the yeah. US. It's the propaganda machine. We need it. Yeah. 
well, the Nazis are basically running things in Ukraine. I mean, that's becoming, at least now, becoming picked up more in U.S. media. Tucker spent a lot of time talking about it. Uh, there have been a number of uh, other television broadcasters that have started to go down that path. But before that, it was just purely, you know, people on YouTube, on, on the Rumble that were talking about it. But those of us that have kept up with what's going on in Ukraine know that the way that the Maidan revolution worked was essentially millions, and at this point, I think $18 billion coming from the U.S. to support the revolution. And it was the the Nazi factions that were not particularly organized in Ukraine, the, the guys with literal Nazi tattoos of swastikas on them, carrying flags that have the emblems of a particular Nazi force that was in Ukraine uh, during World War II. Like, they considered themselves to be the uh, the, the, the next generation right. of these Nazi troops. Those were the people that were utilized by the United States, much as the Mujahideen, who became Al-Qaeda, were utilized by the United States in Afghanistan. The U.S. has a history through the CIA of doing business with the worst elements in a country in order to pivot them to generate something that the United States wants, usually an overthrow of the government. And that's what happened in, in 2014 with the Maidan revolution. Were there people that were generally just supporting, you know, a change in Ukraine and the regime? Of course. But much like in the Russian revolution in 1917, where it wasn't the communists that created the revolution. It was the communists that shifted focus and pivoted themselves into power. The same thing here. And, and so now that, uh, you know, what was a loose organization of these ultranationalist Nazis became uh, a multiple regiments in the Ukrainian military uh, where they're given full, you know, uh, ability to promote their particular viewpoints, uh, which include, uh, much like the Nazis of years past, a complete uh, hatred of and looking at people that are not of Ukrainian descent as being second-class humans. They're, they're subhuman, in fact. So gypsies, Jews... Uh, Russians, like all these groups to them fall into the same category of not worthy of being Ukrainian. This is the country and the ideology that the U.S. is supporting. This is what all the people wearing the Ukraine pins are. You're essentially wearing swastikas. You, you see that little yellow and blue little flag on somebody's lapel? Just, do, just look closer, and what you'll see is an actual swastika. But no, we were told they're the good guys. Yeah, and, and Henry Ford supported Hitler for a long time until it was no longer doable. And the United States didn't get into World War II when the Nazis were taking over Europe. It, they only got into a World War II uh, when the Japanese attacked. The U.S. has supported Nazis for the majority of the Nazi existence. This is just a historical fact. What, what's happening right now is a continuation of that policy. Well, it's a way different, though, because it seems the United States is way more involved with what's going on now than they were leading up to World War II. I don't think there's 
any question well, until they somebody are. can explain so, where the millions of dollars that came out of Ukraine for Joe Biden, why that happened. What was the yeah. payoff? What were you getting? Yeah, well, Ukraine was utilized as, I think, a great place to launder money, to take public money and turn it into private money, and a great place to install all these little facilities like the 29 labs working on uh, pathogens. So let me ask you, did the, uh, did the big uh, COVID thing come out of China or did it come out of Ukraine? It probably came out of China, but it could have just as likely come out of Ukraine. I mean, and, and Ukraine and China are now the only two places that U.S. pays for biological research. There are a ton of these spread all over the world. This has been a standard policy of the U.S. because the U.S. has historically always skirted that gray area of prohibition. When, when you're not allowed to spy on your own citizens due to legislation, which used to be the case, and so the CIA had to operate externally. Had to have a loophole. The loophole of using the five eyes to spy on U.S. citizens, meaning we're not allowed to spy on Americans, but the Brits are allowed to spy on Americans. Right. And we have a bilateral communication policy with the Brits where we spy on the Brits and give them whatever info they need. They spy on Americans and give us whatever info we need. And incidentally, that spying by the Brits is outsourced to Americans. <laughs> so it's really Americans spying on Americans for the British, which then provide the information back to America. We could just cut the Brits right out of this whole thing. It would be much well, we more convenient. Can't because there was a law that prevented right. it. But that is never a law has never stopped the creativity of the American uh civil service from coming up with a solution to skirt that law well now do you really need the uk to do it you have facebook you have google you have all of these oh yeah all the open source stuff is i mean the whole concept of facebook going from a a ratings website of which girls are hot to a website that asks you for all your personal demographics you know to help you connect with friends well it's not just asking you for that dream for the fbi it's the Absolutely. location information which is available to facebook and google yeah. and all for most yeah. people don't shut that off which hey i'm not guaranteeing google doesn't keep it anyway but you mm-hmm. can allegedly turn that off and if you don't then that information is legally there for google to give to well, the government of their choice a google phone that information is absolutely kept by google I mean, they may say you can disable passing that information to something else like Facebook, but Google's not going to delete that. Every time you're walking around with your phone, there's a map of every place you've been and how long you were there. Not if and you turn it permanent. off. Not if you turn it off. You can't turn it off. Yes, you can. You I mean, cannot. No, no, you can't. I'm telling you, you cannot yes. turn it off, dude. Dude, you can according you to can. Google. Now, are they no. actually abiding no. by what you say? That's the question, because I don't no, believe they you, would necessarily you do turn it. that off because that is a function of the phone you can if you take the battery out you can turn it off you can uh, turn off their logging of it again according no. to them because again i did this two no. years ago and i got an email from them the other day like all of your stuff is going to be deleted it's been off for two years so this yeah. is going to be they you know what delete means? Delete means you will no longer be able to access it. It doesn't mean it's deleted off their server. According to what they're saying, they're no longer connecting it once you turn it off. Now, do I believe that? 
Oh, no, 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 no. You're misunderstanding me. No, I agree with that. They're not connecting it to other data for marketing purposes. You're doing it. That does not mean or imply that they're no longer recording your movement. It just means that they're not going to connect it to your data profile for marketing purposes. That's not what they say. But again, it, it doesn't you really matter. You have to matter. read carefully because this is the same exact thing yes, that the United States services. says. Well, look, at it's the same thing that what Newland's statement was. The United States does not operate biological weapons facilities in the Ukraine. Well, that was just a lie. That was. No, they don't, because they're <laughs> technically not operated by Americans or owned by America. They are Ukrainian operated. They receive grants from America. And all the data goes back to America. But technically, she's correct. It's not a lie. It's just that you have to be very careful on how you analyze the language. Well, well, yes, and language can be used for all sorts of, uh, again, there's loopholes around everything because people, do you expect people to understand language now? By law, your phone location has to be provided to your phone company. Well, the phone company is getting it based upon what towers it's who makes the software that gets it from the satellites and then sends it to the phone company if you're only on wi-fi then you know it's again there's a lot of different uh there's a lot of different things let's see here when location history is off according to google your device's location will not be saved to your location history correct previous activity is not deleted but you can manually delete it Mm -hmm. Uh, your settings for other location services on your device, like Google location services, location sharing and find my device are not changed. Some location data may continue to be saved in other settings like web and web and app activity. And as well as a part of other services like search and maps, even if you turn off location history, Mm -hmm. but according to them, if you turn it off and you don't use any of their apps, allegedly they're not storing that. I don't believe that, but that's what they're telling you. Yeah, that it what, will what not they're be telling you is they're not going to use it, but it is. No, sure. they say it will not be saved. It doesn't say they're not going to use it. It says they will not be saved. Yeah, it's not going to be saved in your profile, but that information is absolutely uh, generated by your phone. It's, it's absolutely being saved off. is what you're saying. I'm saying that they won't be saving it, but it is being generated and somebody else is saving it. Now it's being generated. Although, if you uh, you can still disable the GPS on the phone, you I cannot by law. You cannot disable the GPS by law. What law? By law, so that came in nineteen nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. Yeah, we need citations on that. But we can oh, look here that we up. go. That's another. All right, you pay me five hundred bucks. I'll give you a citation if I'm right. Five hundred bucks. Uh, you still want a citation? Yes, I want a citation. Okay, I'm looking forward to getting the check. <laughs> You didn't say American yeah, dollars do it in real time right now. You said bucks, which is could be yes, there's so many things I could call a buck. Yeah, the bucks will cost you just as much as dollars. Believe me, <laughs> it depends. Uh-huh. Have you not heard of the uh, the new the uh, country of Unrelentistan? With- no, no. <laughs> is this Unrelentistan bucks? Yeah, what's it right? I'll it's, take some of those. Those cri- might be worth something someday. It's a new cryptocurrency. Exactly. I mean, speaking exactly. of, we do have a, two people to thank for today's show. So oh, we, wow. I didn't think we'd have anything. We do work on the value for value model. 
I mean, it's it's not a lot, but uh, I mean, there's mm-hmm. at least two people that are enjoying the show, which is good. Josh Mandel came in with twelve thirty four one two dot three four, and the comment was really enjoyed the unique commentary on Ukraine. So, I mean, <laughs> I guess that that's uh, that's a Sir Gene donation right there, because mm. it was your unique well, commentary. You were asking the questions. Yeah, I was asking the pointed questions. I was leading you along the path to let people know the reality of the world around them rather than believing the propaganda from any one side. And what I got from you, who is somebody that I think has been following this long before this Ukraine thing started, was not the Russian side. It was not the Ukraine side. It was not the United States side. It was the reality, I think, of what's going on, or at least as close as you can get. There's there's plenty of Russian propaganda. The, The difference is... Russia is really sucks at propaganda right now compared to the U.S. and Ukraine. So you, I would never say that you don't see Russian propaganda. I would see that their propaganda is horrible. Like it's it is extremely obvious in what they're trying to achieve and not believable and people don't buy it. But on the American side, there's an awful lot of things that are definitely propaganda that nonetheless are believable by a lot of people because America does a much better job of presenting it as fact than Russia does when they do propaganda. I mean, Russia's been doing propaganda a long time. They know what they're doing. Not really. I mean, yes, they've done it for a long time, but no, they don't know what they're doing because all the good propagandists have immigrated from Russia to the U.S. Oh, we're probably paying better. Of course. Of course. Is that why they're looking for you to go back? to russia to help them that we don't want to talk about that uh coming in at five bucks curtis peterson nobody's looking for me to go anywhere no hey well we don't know where you are to be fair you are in an undisclosed location i don't know you say it's austin you can't tell by the blue screen that i'm in texas come on you say it's austin i don't know you could very well be in the heart of moscow right as we speak but we do appreciate everybody for listening and for those that support the show if you want to support the show go to unrelenting.show slash donate get all of the information there cold acid says i don't seem to know how to put you in your place because you have no fucking clue what you're talking about again we need to get cold acid on the show he's feeling frisky i like that what what is he referring to i think everything <laughs> the whole show <laughs> yes nice. uh, uh betty solero one of our uh longtime donors wants to know if this is where sir bemro steps in and uh and H-Town says I should stop arguing with Gene the Hitman. I mean, you do look like a hitman, to be fair. I mean, no, I, let's okay, totally wrong. Because a professional hitman would want to blend into their surroundings. I'm blended. What are you talking <laughs> about? What neighborhood are you blending in? As soon as I walk out on the street, everybody's dressed like this. In this case, mobile phones, Cold Acid says. You are incorrect. But uh you know, Oh, he's he no, he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Yes, this is why we'll get him on the show. Yeah. He's been 20 on years of industry bench. experience, buddy. I know exactly what I'm talking about. He's a dude named Ben. He knows some stuff. Uh-huh. I like when people argue. It's fun. It brings us back to the grumpy old Ben's days when, <laughs> when the whole show was nothing but arguing all the time. Yeah, I, I like that show. I told you that way back when I even sent money in. It was an entertaining thing. Wait, did you? Did yeah. you donate? But maybe once. Was it once? Twice? Twice? Maybe. I don't remember. So, twice and it wasn't even for the episodes that i was on it was for other episodes well i mean of course i mean it would be kind of rude to just donate for the episodes you were on like oh, hey, yeah i thought I really- you had a great guest in me last time yes 
you finally had somebody worthwhile on the show. Uh huh. Uh huh. But that is what we do here. I mean, we're trying to get to the bottom of things, and I exactly. don't claim to know everything. I mean, you claim to know everything, Gene. But uh, I mean, I'm just here to let you know you don't sometimes. Just saying. I don't. I mean, I'm not really claiming. It's just I'm just presenting facts. That's all. It all comes down to what we've been saying the whole show, which is it's all lies because it is all lies. Yeah. Google or Apple could say you press this magical button on the phone. Don't track. And we're not going to do it then Mm -hmm. because you hit a button. Mm -hmm. I I don't buy that. Just like I understand that the little talking tubes, they can say we're not listening to what you say. If you don't say the keyword, they're listening all the time. And whether they're recording uh, that, I would doubt, although it does make it much easier for them to to do so. So, yeah, you make your choices on uh, what seems to make sense and what doesn't when it comes to privacy. I don't think there really is much privacy anymore on uh, on the planet. I mean, OK, there are places you can go if you want to be a, uh, a Unabomber kind of thing and get out into the uh, in the wilderness. But if you live in a metropolitan area and carry a cell phone how much privacy do you have it's none yeah i mean if you're if you're carrying a cell phone where you're it's one of the major carriers and you've had the same number forever and you don't put a new sim in every month how many sims do you have in your pocket right now gene i have two but that i don't see why that has anything to do with anything only two okay you're slowing down yeah. How many different passports do you have at this point? Uh, I don't know if I have any passports. Really? You can't leave the country if you want? I'm, I, you know, I'm just sort of ethereal. How do you get back to Mother Russia when you need to? I've, uh, I don't even know when the last time was I was there. You don't know the last time you no. were in Russia? It's been so long. That so seems, long. That seems like, can you tell us who was a dictator at the time or, uh, is that is that uh, classified dictator, information? Yes, I think that was Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Ah, well, that guy and the, all yeah. the programs he put into place, man, it set us on a line. It set yeah, us on a path. Concentration camps for the, the Japanese. So yeah. and all of these social programs that have been nothing but making government spending go up, up yeah. and up. But I mean, it's nice now that inflation or whatever you want to call it just keeps going up. So we'll just keep printing money. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, although salaries aren't really going up, so it's just the cost. Is well, don't up. you know minimum wage, baby? They're raising the federal minimum wage to fifteen dollars. That's going to be heard great. About that I, I don't know if it's actually going to pass though. Even if it does, it's the whole concept that is evil, which is to keep the undesirables out of the workforce. That is the goal with minimum wage. That's what it was literally created for: is to keep people out of the workforce that don't belong in the workforce you know all this stuff the major league baseball they averted a strike part of the new deal minimum salary starting this year for anybody on a major league roster seven hundred thousand dollars a year wow for the crappiest guy on the team for like the bench warmer yeah i'm like dude what how well, does that I, I hear YouTube's giving money away to podcasters. So oh, my God. Think? We forgot to totally even mention that. I mean, this again, this is one of these stories of uh, it was in Bloomberg. So I give it a little bit of credibility. And our buddy Bandrew covered it, which was sourced from the Bloomberg mm-hmm. thing. But the concept is uh, allegedly that YouTube is reaching out 
to some audio podcasters. Hey, that's us. And giving fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, fifty thousand to Bucks. create a video version of your show. You think that'd be boring though for people just to sit there and watch two guys talking into microphones? Ask Joe Rogan. I mean, it's not well. He's not on YouTube anymore, right? I mean, he's no. Which is that? That was my take on this whole thing. Was and you were laughing that it took them two years to figure out that the oh, yeah, advertising revenue they lost yeah. at the loss of Rogan was like, oh right. wait a minute, yeah. you know maybe we should maybe we could uh, fill that hole with some more yeah. podcasters because if people are watching Rogan, you're absolutely right. It's just two guys usually sitting around talking to each other. There may be women doing podcasts as well or anything in between. But well, guys is inclusive of women. Well, it is unless you're in the ultra woke world, and then it then it's not. But I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But a lot of people just put on YouTube in the background anyway and let it run. And it doesn't matter whether the video is there or not. It's just an extra added place to be able to release the content. And exactly. YouTube can put ads on it. So they don't really care if it's exciting. No, no. I mean, YouTube makes money off of anything. They just want there to be the content that is there. It was just interesting to me that they were willing to go to that extent to bring mm-hmm. people into the ecosystem because there's a lot of people already doing video podcasts on Some YouTube. There's of, no shortage yeah. right. of people doing this, but I'm guessing they're looking for in uh, 50,000. I know wouldn't buy Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak to do a video version. No, they would need more than that. But for yeah. the right amount, I, I think mean, really, I think what they're trying to target are people that have large audiences, right. but are not doing it as a business that have lar- Well, that even if they're doing it as a business, if they have a large audience and they're not on video, mm-hmm. they could make YouTube money. If YouTube's like, hey, yeah. hey, no agenda. How much money would it take for you to start doing video content? We'll yeah. pay it. Well, you know, do you need to build a studio? I mean, of course, uh, I'm, I'm guessing that. uh Rogan studio cost a hundred thousand, maybe more to put that together. I mean, granted, if you have the location, you can do it a lot cheaper than that. But the reality is that would help YouTube by just adding those voices to their platform. Like Glenn Beck's look better. Oh, I, I do like the very sparse, like you can't even tell how big the room is because the two, it's very much like an old war Mm -hmm. interrogation scene where you're, just one light in the middle of the room and everything else fades to black yeah i mean i do like that look and if you have a large enough room that's easy enough to do but you do need the space to do that with the with that very sparse white microphone hanging from the ceiling too i loved i mean and i i'd watched enough of beck those interviews because he uses the same microphone on his normal show but he's right up on it like i am now Mm -hmm. with this microphone so this i'm like okay it's hanging I was wondering if it was like. I, that's why I asked Adam right away if it was fake. I was like, you guys were using labs, right? Right. That's what I. Up. That is exactly what I always assumed. Yeah. On that show. And then Adam did the greatest thing ever, which is he hit the microphone. And you heard it. I never do that. <laughs> it was great. It was yeah. like, thank you. That was that answers so many questions right there yeah, that yeah. that's actually live. And the reality was it sounds damn good for a microphone hanging. You know, a couple yeah, of that's feet. That's why it was hard to believe it was actually that was what was being used. Well, in a well treated room with the right amount of processing to the signal, anything's possible. Yeah. 
which is why we're yeah, mic nerds. And I, I, the, the thing that I don't like, if I had the studio that was that size, um, I, I would probably veer more towards using shotgun mics that are completely out of frame. Right. And then tuned to the face of the person, kind of like newscasters. Um, cause you're not having a mic, but having a clear sound to me would be the ultimate goal. If you're doing video, it's a good look because you know, this big bulbous thing just sticking out here is distracting from, you know, m- my beautiful uh, outfit here. I, I thought you were going to say my beautiful face and I was going to want a moment for well, rebuttal, the but the outfit is to, beautiful. You know, make sure people can see the face. The outfit is beautiful, but it's an anyway, interesting thing. It is an we're interesting gonna wrap thing. up. We are. We're yeah. wrapping. We're at that time. It's at that time. Some people like the big microphone. The less of our faces they can see. Yeah, just sit there like this the whole time. But uh, this was a fun thing. Little video. We'll try it again yeah, next week. Yeah, this worked fine. <clears throat> as far as I know, we're still broadcasting. So <laughs> well, not, maybe not on YouTube. Are we we'll still see. on YouTube? Have we been yeah. banned yet? <clears throat> We've well, got- they don't generally do that during live streams. They they only review the shows through AI after it's done recording. Net Ned wants to see you in a sequenced outfit next week. Oh, man, he can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. OK, there is a donation. That means then for Sir Gene, you have to pay for the outfit and make a donation. But you can see us in any damn thing you want. <laughs>